Welcome to the Scripture Memory Podcast, a ministry of Scripture Memory Fellowship. If you've ever felt like memorizing God's Word is an uphill battle, stay tuned. This podcast will help you make Bible memory a consistent and enjoyable part of your daily life. After all, knowing Scripture is the first step towards a fruitful, God-honoring life. So whether you're a new memorizer who needs some practical Bible memory tips, or a veteran memorizer who just needs some encouragement for their journey, stay tuned for today's episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast, a ministry of Scripture Memory Fellowship. I'm Dakota Lynch. And I'm Randy Williamson. And I'm Hannah Conner. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about an issue that I think we've all wrestled with from time to time. We're going to be talking about paper Bibles versus digital Bibles. What are the pros and cons of each format, and how should that impact the way that we read and especially memorize Scripture. So, Randy, as we get started, why don't you share with our listeners a little bit about why this matters? Why are these questions worth answering? Sure. Well, I would say that, first of all, uh, this is an important question because we are to be people of the book. Uh, the theologian Thomas Aquinas said, fear the man of one book. The Bible is the Word of God, so uh, it's instrumental in our conversion, but then it's also instrumental in sustaining and nourishing our faith after conversion, and so it's of the utmost importance that we be reading the Bible, and because of the day and time in which we live, we have to decide what method is best for us to study God's Word in order to retain it for the purpose of obedience. That's good. So before we get too deep into things, why don't we start, as we always do, with a passage of the day. And Randy, would you share that with us today? Sure. Our passage from the day uh, comes from Romans chapter 10, verse 17, very famous passage. So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. And again, this tells us how instrumental uh, the Bible is for us, for the life of the believer. Uh, the Bible is extraordinary, and yet it is the ordinary means of grace that God uses for our conversion, and then also after conversion for sustaining our faith and for growing us. Uh, Dakota, this reminds me of uh, something from church history. I was thinking about uh, Augustine and his conversion. Uh, his mom was named Monica. She prayed for him, I think, for 21 years. He was uh, locked into a cult, locked in to immorality, and the Lord began to deal with him. And something that was just really pivotal in his uh, conversion was a time when he was out in the back in his garden, and he heard a child singing and saying, take up and read, take up and read. And he had a collection of Paul's epistles, and he read, and I believe it was from the book of Romans, and this really began uh, the process of conversion, leading him to faith, and then later uh, to service for Christ. And then just going back, it tells us how important it is to be men and women of the book. Amen. So as we look at this question, when, when should we use paper Bibles? When should we use uh, digital Bibles? It, it really occurs to me that it's a matter of using the right tool for the job. You know, if, if someone said, Dakota, should I use a screwdriver or a hammer? I would say, first of all, what are you trying to accomplish? And, and I think the same question applies in a, in a different sort of way here. And that question is, what are we trying to accomplish through the reading of Scripture? Or in other words, what's the purpose of reading our Bibles in the first place? And Hannah, uh, not to put you on the spot, but how would you answer that question if someone just walked up to you and said, hey, as a Christian, what is the overall purpose of me opening God's Word and reading it? Yeah, absolutely. I think there are a lot of purposes to that and a lot of answers to that question. 
um, ultimately it shows us who God is. It shows us that he is holy and that he is just and that he's sovereign and um, that he's righteous, but that he's also a judge and that um, in reading the word, we can come to see who he is, but also who we are in light of that. And um, when we compare ourselves to who he is, we see that we are sinners, that we are in need of a redeemer and that we are lost in our sins and that we are um, bound to our sinful nature. And if we read the word, we can hear the gospel message of hope and we can be encouraged by that. And when we are Christians and we read the word, we can have an understanding of what God expects of us and how we can obey him and how we can live a life that is pleasing and acceptable to him. And um, in reading the word, ultimately, I think it shows us who God is so that we can know him and so we can love him and honor him as we are called to do. And that is the purpose of our life to um, glorify him. And we can't do that. And we can't obey the things he has given to us or the things he has called us to do or be transformed by truth if we're not in his word reading it at all. That's good. I I like what you said there. We read the Bible so we know what God expects of us. I think that's such a great summary. And I also think, you know, reading the Bible differs from other types of reading we might do. I don't read the Bible for the same reason that I read a, a historical fiction book, right? Or I don't read the Bible for the same reason that I peruse the news headlines during my lunch break. I might do that for entertainment or just casual uh, knowledge, but we read the Bible for for a very different reason. And then, Randy, as we kind of pursue that goal of transformation, how then do we approach Bible reading? Because we know that our goal is to understand what God expects of us, We know that we're reading it to be transformed. And so what type of reading should we be prepared to uh, invest in as we pursue that goal? The type of reading that we should give should be slowly, deeply, thoughtfully, and repeatedly. And I've got a story to go along with. I want to hear it. So my wife and I, Tricia, we just celebrated our 15th wedding anniversary. And uh, we began dating while I was in seminary. And uh, that meant that during the week she was at her college and I was at my seminary and it was like 400 miles apart. So we would see each other on the weekends and a lot of times on Sundays she would give me a letter uh, for the week and she said, now you can't read this till about Wednesday or Thursday. And I would be so excited to get the letter. And when I got it Wednesday and Thursday, do you think that I, I, I read it quickly? I, I read it slow. I was excited about it, but I read it slow. Do you think that I read it uh, one time? No. I would read it until I saw her again. And I think about the Bible like that. Um, The Bible uh, teaches us what man is to believe concerning God and what rule, what duty God requires of man. Uh, It's from him, and for that reason, we, we look at it slowly. We're to dig deep into it. We're to reflect on it and then rinse and repeat, keep doing it. That's how we're to read. So give me those four uh, qualities once more. Those were so good. Okay. And by the way, this comes from an article by David Mathis on Desiring God. And he said that uh, the Bible above all books should be read slowly, deeply, thoughtfully, and repeatedly. I have a confession. When I'm reading anything on my phone, I'm probably not reading it slowly, thoughtfully, repeatedly, it, it's something that I'm trying to skim through at best. 
And so that kind of uh, leads us to this this dichotomy or this question that we're trying to answer today. How should we as Christians approach Bible reading, and how should we incorporate paper Bibles? How should we incorporate digital Bibles? And Hannah, I'm just curious, what would you say your approach to this has been? What role does your paper Bible have in your Bible study, and what role do digital Bibles have in your Bible study, if any? Yeah, I think that there's a good balance of the two. I I, I have used both before in just reading and studying the Word, although I think there is a great benefit in reading a physical Bible that you can't really get from reading it digitally. And I know for me, I am not as distracted or tempted to give in to distractions when I'm reading the Word just from like a hard copy and it's just me and the Bible. But when I'm reading from maybe my phone or another device, there are lots of things that will pop up and distractions that will come. And I often will study me and like, you know, scripture and maybe a couple other books. And then from there, um, try to add on to that with other resources that are maybe provided online by different um, commentators or pastors and kind of hear what they have to say on that, on whatever topic I might be reading. But I always like to try to start with just scripture itself and see what I can gain from that. And it also causes me to slow down and kind of take a step back out of the busyness of, you know, having devices and notifications and uh, the noise of a busy uh, schedule. It's really nice to just kind of take a step back, whether it's going outside or somewhere different and just taking time to read, as Randy was saying, um, to intentionally read scripture, to do that slowly and thoughtfully and, um, I kind of have a balance, but mainly I would say I've been in the Word just as like a hard copy. I've, been, I've done that a lot more, and it has benefited me a lot more, and I've gotten more out of it than when I've been more distracted by just um, reading the Word through a digital device. So, Hannah, I, I don't know if I've ever shared this with you, but my wife and I love to play ping pong. And sometimes after work, maybe on a Friday night, we'll hang out here at the office for a few minutes and we'll play on on the Scripture Memory Fellowship ping pong table. And yet sometimes Laura has said to me, I, I'm actually ready to go now because as enjoyable as this is, we're still at the office and I'm ready to go home because there's only so much relaxation that you can experience when you're at the office, right? And it, it occurs to me, we spend so much of our lives on our phone there, there are something we use to be productive. We're answering work emails, we're making important phone calls, and there's only so much slowness that you can experience while you're staring at a phone screen because, after all, that's where you're living your busy life most of the time. So, Randy, I'm curious, what are your thoughts on this? Because as, as you ask different people this question, you're going to get different answers. And I think it would be easy for us all just to say, well, it really comes down to a matter of personal preference. You know, do you prefer paper Bibles or do you prefer digital Bibles? But is there any research that you're aware of, any studies that might kind of guide us with some solid data on the benefits of, of paper versus digital? There's actually a lot of research about that, uh, too much for this episode. But for the type of reading that we're advocating, that type of uh, scripture reading that's slow, deep, thoughtful, repeatedly, actually paper would be more conducive to that. Now, I, I want to say something further than that. 
further and, and address that. You know, the toothpaste is out of the tube, so it's going to be some type of, of hybrid that we're going to have to do. But uh, some of the issues with uh, digital Bibles that would cause issue is, first of all, you can't see your text in context. If you're looking at your phone or another type of digital device, oftentimes you're only seeing just a relatively few amount of verses. Whereas if you're having a Bible, and in fact, the older you get, the larger your Bible gets because of your eyesight, you're seeing a lot more of the chapter, of the passage. And so that's a a protection from uh, taking the text out of context. Um, Another thing, we're training ourselves with our phones. I think you mentioned this, Dakota, earlier. On your lunch break, what do you do? You scroll through the news stories. We're, We're trained to use our digital devices quickly to scroll, to scan, to skim. Whereas with paper, you're disengaging and you're slowing down. It's more intentional because it is a more traditional form. There's a lot more than that, but that's just some of the things that I think are relevant to our discussion. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Someone said once that silent reading is the enemy of memorization. And I would say, too, quick reading is the enemy of memorization. And yet we're so accustomed to just blazing through every bit of text that's on our phone, it's almost impossible to slow down enough when your phone is the only source. Now, I use uh, Scripture Memory Fellowship's Verse Locker app for a lot of my memorization, but one of the components that I'm using there is the audio feature, you know, where you can engage some other senses and you're listening to your verses. But yeah, you're right, Randy. When you when you open up your paper Bible and you're just immersing yourself in the text of the of the passage and you're seeing where it fits, also you're engaging your your visual senses a little bit more and you can perhaps remember that this verse is on the right side of the page about a third of the way down. I know my wife has benefited so much from even copying on a, on a scanner the physical pages out of her Bible because she needs to see it just the same way every single time. And, and that sounds so small. It sounds like we're just nitpicking you know, the, the disadvantages of digital Bibles. But when you're trying to memorize Scripture, you've got to pull out all the stops. And those little things that don't seem like a big deal can really make all the difference. But what are your thoughts on that, Hannah? Have you experienced that in your own life? I definitely have. And I think what we are saying on this doesn't just apply to reading, but also to memorization, that there are resources that I have used for sure for you know memorizing online. But I think a good rule of thumb is to come to know God's word, like through reading it and through that intentional reading, that purposeful reading, and have an understanding of that text. And then from there, you can use whatever helps you the most as far as memorizing goes. But if you don't have that like deep understanding of it before you memorize it, you could be getting it wrong or maybe not understanding the full meaning of it as you're memorizing it. And so there's a place for both for both things. And I know whenever I memorize, I I am one of those people that typically likes to, um, as you were saying, Dakota, print print off scripture and look at it that way. Um, sometimes use my Bible. Sometimes I'll use um, like the Verse Locker app. It, it just depends on maybe what the passage is and what's the difficulty of that passage. Some of them, I know exactly where they're located in my Bible on the page, and I have to memorize it that way. And sometimes like if I'm reviewing a certain book of the Bible, I'll do it in like a physical copy of a Bible, but others I will, you know, go online and, and take a look at those. But I think it just varies and depends on the person and what they 
find most helpful, but I do think that through memorization and even before memorization, it's important to make sure you are still having that undistracted and intentional reading of God's Word. Hannah, I want to I backtrack to something that you said. Uh, you talked about when you were using your physical Bible or, or pa- paper of the passage and how you are looking at where it is on the page as you memorize, and I think you said that that was a help. There's actually... Uh, a technical term for that. It's a, it's a long term, visuospatial. And it's the idea that as we memorize, there's of course a visual component to it. You're looking at something, but then there's also a spatial component that you have. And books are conducive for that. You're using the same book, you're holding it in your hands. I have my Bible here in my hand. You're looking at the same part of the page. You're having a spatial awareness with it, and that's actually helping you to memorize. Yeah. So obviously there's a, a place for digital Bibles. I've got a couple on my phone and my tablet. I use those all the time. But I think what we're seeing is that particularly when it comes to that sort of deep study that we all need to be uh, committed to as Christians, and, and memorization is uh, perhaps the most rigorous form of Bible study. It requires slowing down and just slowly making your way through a passage. There's a real value to doing that with a paper Bible. Now, uh, I don't know, Hannah, have you ever heard of that game or participated in that game? Uh, which one of these things is not like the rest? Yes, I have. All right, let's, let's play a quick round of that. I'm going to list like four or five things here, and we'll see if we can find one that stands out. Payphones, VHS tapes, printed atlases, fax machines, and paper Bibles. Which one of those is not like the rest? <laughs> it would be the paper Bibles, I'd say, for quite a few reasons. But the paper Bible is one that doesn't just get updated, you know, with time and say, okay, well, now it's outdated. We got to get something new to replace it. And it's it matters a whole lot more than these other things that do that just come and go. And they get updated, they get put put in history, people just look back on them like, oh yeah, I remember we used to have those. Well, the Bible is a lot more sacred than that. And so it's not one of those things that just, you know, comes and goes with the technology and the trends that are in culture. But as God has said in his word, he is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so his words are the same in that regard as well. That's so true. I'm thinking of Psalm 1989, forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. So as we kind of bring this episode in for a landing, I think one question that we're all faced with now is, how do we implement what we've just heard? Because we've established there is an irreducible degree to which, man, paper Bibles are here to stay, and thankfully that's true, because we need we need God's word in our hands not just in our pockets on a, on an app, but we need paper Bibles because they they serve that that valuable purpose of helping us study God's Word in a deeper way. But here is very clearly, we don't want you to uninstall the Bible app on your phone. We're not bucking technology and saying that you know we just need to rewind to the 19th century and and it was good enough for them and it should be good enough for us. I mean, there's a benefit to having technology at our fingertips. And I, I think I would put it this way. There is a benefit to having the Bible on our phone, just as there's a benefit to having a microwave in your kitchen. So if I if I come to work, Randy, and I tell you tomorrow that I had a microwave dinner 
last night, you're probably going to say, oh, okay, that, that's not a big deal. But if you heard me like day by day, week by week, announce that I was having microwave dinners, you'd probably get concerned for my health. And Laura's too, because it would mean that your wife is not cooking. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> okay. So yeah, she wouldn't. She wouldn't let me get away with it either. She she wants to provide better food yeah. for me than that. But I'm just yeah. um, realizing, man, microwaves are great. But you know what they do best? They reheat the food that you cooked the old-fashioned way. And I think that's the same thing that we see with paper Bibles versus digital Bibles. We need to get over the stove, as it were, with our paper Bibles and just ruminate on some scripture the old-fashioned way, and praise God that we can take that microwave with us in the form of our smartphones to reheat it at a moment's notice. If we need to be reminded of what we read this morning, if we need to pull out verse locker and practice the verses we're working on, it's right there. But that shouldn't be where we're getting 100% or even a substantial portion of our scriptural nourishment, but we need to be uh, in the Bible, especially, if possible, our paper Bibles on a routine basis just because of the unique uh, value that they add to our study of God's Word. So, Dakota, if I'm hearing you correctly, are, are you advocating more of a hybrid model where maybe the emphasis is on paper but not exclusive saying, hey, digital does have its, its, its time and its place. Is that what you're advocating? Absolutely. And, you know, I'm a, a techie guy. I, I love my apps and my devices and my screens. And this episode is convicting for me because, honestly, I have leaned very, very heavily on my digital Bibles. And, man, the research we've done as we've prepared for this episode has convinced me that I've done all of that but at a loss. There is something that is not quite there in the same way as if I were to open up a paper Bible. So uh, we're not on a pedestal here telling all of our listeners, you know, uh, this is this is what you need to know. But I feel like this has really challenged me to, to dust off that paper Bible and realize that it has something that my smartphone app doesn't. And so we would encourage all of you to uh, to experience the blessing of, of knowing and living and loving God's Word, and let your paper Bible really serve a, a key part of that process. Uh, as always, thank you for joining us for this episode. We have run out of time, but we thank you for joining us, and we hope that you'll tune in next week for another episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast, a ministry of Scripture Memory Fellowship. At SMF, our mission is to help you know, live, and love God's Word. If you're ready to take the next step in your Scripture Memory journey, visit us online at ScriptureMemory.com or download Verse Locker, our free Bible memory app. As always, be blessed today as you take time to enjoy God's Word. And be sure to join us next time for another episode of the Scripture Memory Podcast.